the Jethro Road Boys. <laughs> you idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> hey, mate, how are you? It's Monday. I'm good. Right. Love it Mondays. is Monday, isn't it? Do you know what the best thing about this Monday is? Oh, tell me. I had the day off. Did you? I did. All day. All day. Out in the sunshine. Just a man of casualness. Yeah. Yeah, just hanging out with my wang out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not so much my wang out because people find that inappropriate when you go down the, the mall. <laughs> Depends what kind of mall. Yeah, true. You can get nudist malls. Yeah, strip mall. Yeah, that's all right. They don't want you to take your clothes off. Uh, don't they, though? No, they don't. Have you tried? I have. Okay, tested right. their theory and they went, sir, put it away. Fair enough. Oh, look, you never know. <laughs> you know went in the right mall. That went kind in of the thing. right mall. Now, mm. I have two stories for you, Mr. Barnes. Yep. One is a Joe winning, one is a Joe not winning. Right, hey. Which would you rather hear first? I want to end on a positive high. Yes. So go the winning first. (laughs) (laughs) So I love it when you fuck things up. Makes me happy. Brings me joy. Now, I have started to pick up in the last week the nickname at work, Tiger. Tiger? Tiger. I wouldn't have seen you as a tiger. Like a tiger. I could, like a tiger. I could see it was maybe a muskrat. Yes. A meerkat. <laughs> a meerkat. Prairie Maybe dog. even a ferret. <laughs> oh, thank you. But not a tiger. Why do you think I have been given the nickname Tiger? The only thing I could come up with. Yes. And as much as this will shock the roadies. And dismay most probably. It's not golf. Right. I'm certain there's some people out there that are going, wow, this guy is a killer on the golf course. Well, yeah, yeah fair and, and they found this out. Yep. They said, you know, tiger. Ah, uh, tiger. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to stray away from that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go more down the track of tigers are a little bit orange. Yes. And you are a ginge. They have a tinge of the ginge. And maybe that's why they've gone down there. And and am I stripey in any way? Because that's, like, if when you think tiger, do you think slightly ginge with stripes or you just go stripey? I go stripey. Ginge is not my first sink. No. With tiger? No. It's stripey. There you go. But if you think about it hard enough, there mm. is a little bit of an orange tinge there. That is or true. Or orange, yellow kind of. Well, there you go. So yeah. it's a bit indecisive. Yeah, it is. But that's all I can come up with. Mm. Is Golf. that the reason? Golf is the answer, my friend. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> true, true story. Okay. So last week. Whatever. Right, last right. week on uh, Wednesday, Thursday night, had a work function. Yep. At work. Just, you know, everyone get around at 530 you know, a couple of nibblies, a couple of drinks or whatever, and they decided to do a nearest to the pin. Just a little golf course. Nearest to the pin where? At work. You've got your own golf course at no, work. No, no, we've got a, a, a reasonable amount of grass mm-hmm. out the front of the establishment yep. and a witch's hat with a flag stuck in it suffices as the pin. Right, okay. Right. We're not, this is by far... It's a little bit homemade. It's not any manager. <laughs> the, the PGA are not going to be looking at where I work as potential for the next Australian Open. Right on. Yep. One hole. Yep. 66 metres. Okay, so it's a fair length. Yeah, it's... it's... Totally sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm. And the theory was there was a bucket of balls. You get one of those, practice swing. Mm-hmm. And then you get... A numbered ball. 
You get your numbered ball and you write your name. This shit's serious. Next to the number. You guys don't muck around. Ooh, was there a cow no, cutter? No, no. Was it like a black ball with all the names written up and the odds and you do no, bets? It wasn't. And, no? It didn't get to that level. Right. Um, the in house pro or the person who could actually play golf was the person running the competition. Right, okay. And everyone had a go because it cost you nothing. Right. And there was a gift certificate involved. Oh, fantastic. So if you win, you're going to get a gift certificate. Yep. And I've gone. Now, I. Used to play quite a lot of golf. Oh, if we're going way back. If we go back... Back to the teens? 50, well, I played a little bit as a teenager and then moved away from Tassie. Didn't <laughs> didn't play again until my 30s. And then there was probably about a five-year period where I was playing once a week, maybe a cheeky nine after work, midweek, yeah, okay. and then once again on the weekend. And then I, I even came to Tassie and did four days and played 36 holes each day. Like, you know, it was... You're an athlete. I, absolutely. You are a pure bred <laughs> athlete. And that's why I chose golf. Yep. Because that's an athlete sport. It is. Mate, it takes a lot out of you. For those yeah. who haven't played golf, you don't realise what it takes out of you. <laughs> Especially if there's carts involved and beers. Like, oh, you've got no exactly. idea. Stamina. Anyway, so I have, I've played one round of golf in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Because once we had kids, I decided that I would rather spend five hours of my weekend with my kids than I would playing golf. That was just me. That was my choice. Whereas most people are like, oh, this gives me a chance to spend five hours a week away from my kids. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> and my wife. Yeah, and my, just everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Yep. Um, that's why I podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So I, did, I, I played one round. Unfortunately, I had played... At uh, the home of the Australian Open in Melbourne um, on a charity fun day. And that was probably about five years ago. Anyway, so I've been given my free one hit. Asked the the pro how how it was playing. And he's gone, it's long. <laughs> and I've gone, all right. So I picked out a pitching wedge. I thought yeah, 66 okay. metres pitching wedge. Yeah, nice choice. Haven't swung a yeah. club for a while. That'll do me fine. The choices weren't great and varied. I don't reckon there would have been a driver or three wood. <laughs> I would have taken it, though. <laughs> Probably a four. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, so I've picked it up and I've hit it. It's gone a bit long, if I'm honest. Right. Out of the 66 metres, I've probably hit it maybe 100. This is a practice shot. This is my practice shot. Yep. So it, it, it's hit the edge a little bit. It hasn't lofted as much as I wanted ah, to. Ah, a bit skinny. Yeah, a bit skinny and yep. almost on the road. Right, so he's just bladed it straight <laughs> through the witch's hat. Pretty much. Right. Over. And everyone's cool. gone. Right. Now, three quarters... The of odds of you on the blackboard have gone way down. Way down. <laughs> and three quarters of the company have already hit. Right. They've already had that. Everyone was in the zone. So you've just done the... You know, casually walking on by, sipping on a can of Coke. Yep. Maybe a Chico in the other hand. <laughs> it was a drumstick. And look over and gone, oh, oh, what's going on there? Hello. And the boys are gone, Joe, have a go. Come on, have a swing. And I go, oh, no, oh, I God, couldn't. I played for ages. Yes, couldn't do it. Not me, no. Oh, oh right, oh. I'll all right. Yes, then. I'll have a Just so I'll, I'll be poke. part of it. I'll yeah. like, just so I can be yeah. part of it. Yeah, just be part of the group. So yeah. I've got my it's number. nice ball, of you. Number 34. 34? That was the numbered ball I picked okay. up, number 34. Put it down. How many other people have hit? Wouldn't have been 33, I assume. So. No, it was, mm. I think the balls weren't given out sequentially. Mm. There was just a box of numbered balls. Would have been, what, 5, 10, 20? No, I reckon 25 to 30. Okay, so there's Would a have fair few. Hit. Yeah. Right. With so another, up against the big field. With another 10 or 15 to follow. Yep. I've gotten onto it. 
fuck, I've gotten onto it. And you know how when you play golf, and even if you have a shit round of golf, there is always one shot. One that brings you back. One shot that brings you back. Yep. One shot that even a pro would go, you know what? I probably couldn't have played that much better. You've hit it well, a good lie, it's all good. I'd take it. Yep. I got one of those. I dropped it six foot to the pin <laughs> with a little bounce. And everyone's gone, <laughs> I was the closest by about four foot. Well done, so Joseph. I picked myself up a, 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 a sneaky little voucher. And now everyone walks by and goes, hey, Tiger, hey, Tiger. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And I tried to exp- I did the whole explanation. I, you know, I used to play, but I haven't played for a while. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Come in and shark in it. And I said, no, you called me Tiger, not, you know, Norman. <laughs> so Good shot. I have managed to drop it within six foot of the pin. They said it was a little bit closer, but, you know, we weren't talking international measurements. Didn't get here. to have a putt, though, did you? No, there was no putt. No, because that could have been a whole different conversation. Oh, there would have been a four putt there. <laughs> six foot is four putts. No question about it. Well played, though. Oh, I was stoked. And I went home to the wife and said, look, it's not bacon. But it's a voucher for some. <laughs> Did you? Yes. This is where it gets important now. Very important. When you swung the club mm. and you carried through the swing, did you hold the pose? I did. You did. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> hold the pose as you just watched it. Club still sitting over the back. Just watching it, watching it. Yep. It and dropped. The... Took my glove off. <laughs> it went, that'll do. <laughs> Beautifully played. No, didn't have a glove on. I should have actually, because we do get, you know, uh, riggers gloves for work yep. occasionally. I should have left one of those on just as a bit of a lark. And the thing is, too, I mean, essentially, you're still in perfect social distancing from the pin. Exactly. So it was a COVID safe shot. It was a COVID safe <laughs> shot. It was, it, it was very, very funny, though, because there was a lot of people who had never hit a golf ball before. Yep. There was one guy from the subcontinent who looked like he was doing a cover drive, <laughs> and it went, slice is the only word that I can give you. It just went at right angles to where yep. the club was. One guy just couldn't even make contact. Isn't it funny, when I think about it now, the term to slice the ball, mm. if you didn't know what it meant, it wouldn't be what you think it is. No. You would actually think that you cut through the ball. Yes, Whereas you're not, you're actually, the ball goes, well, if you're right-handed, the ball goes to the right, dramatically. Yes, vastly. Yeah, it doesn't fade. No. That's a, that's, a <laughs> that's, small, a... that's a small version of a slice. Yeah, yeah. A slice dramatically goes to the right. Yes. Um, but it's not really a slice, is it? No, or a hook's not a hook. <laughs> a hook is not a hook, but it does hook around, like in a, I suppose, in the shape of a hook. Yeah, ish. But, yeah, but here we go. So if you're driving a car, yes. say, uh, you can hook it around here. No one ever says, I'll slice it around that corner. <laughs> Do they? If you're going to the right. Yeah, it's okay. nice. Imagine a drunk golfer driving a vehicle. <laughs> That's not going to end well. No. Mm. So but no, was, well done. That was my win. And now, for whatever reason, because people just like to do that sort of thing, wind me up. So I get Tiger. So I tiger. Uh, every time they do, I just give them the old raise the hand. <laughs> Did you do that at home with Amy too? No, Mrs. she's not. Come gone. to bed, Tiger. You raise your hand. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> there in a minute, love. <laughs> and hold the pose. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm playing the back nine. <laughs> Uh, no, that's, that's, I'm, I'm not as held, my golfing prowess is not held as in greater esteem at home <laughs> as perhaps it was at work. Wait, so, G, your backyard, you could do a good little mini golf course around there. We could do a bit little, of a putt, little putt, chip putt. course. Chip and putt? Yeah, bit of chip and putt. Why not? 
be all right. You got the mower there. Yeah, exactly. Can mow out a few fairways. <laughs> be all good. Get the kids involved. Oh, no, we don't need them. <laughs> no, this is me and you. It's just you, me and you. Yeah, they could beat us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was very happy. It was, look, I would say it was a little bit lucky, no. but obviously there was enough of the experience that, that backed it up and I just I got the right shot. Don't ever. It's the one to bring you back. Don't ever deny skill. <laughs> uh, now, the other story. Okay, this is the one that'll bring me joy. Of course it will. <laughs> yeah, the first one, you won something. Oh, who gives mm, a shit? Whatever. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> a good golf shot, bragging little son of a bitch. So we talked. Yellow stripe, you had a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked last week how one of my children almost did themselves a complete mischief. And we've talked many, many, many episodes about when I was 12, 13, I got given a BMX. Yes. Now, my daughter currently rides that BMX, and I had the day off, and the kids had the day off, and we thought, what are we going to do? So I said, we'll load up the, the bikes, the BMXs, into the back of the car, and we'll go to the BMX track, which is probably about 10, 15 k's away. Is it a BMX track, or is it a bike track? No, it's a BMX track. It's okay. A, it's a pump and jump. Right. Totally six tape. <laughs> Pump and jump. Pump and jump. Oh, I'll tell you what, if you don't line that up properly, that's going to end badly. Isn't it just? Mm. Um, they actually have one which is um, a very intricate series of little up and down hills and stuff like that, which is all bitumen style, Yep. Um, which is like a figure eight and you can go around that. Then they've got a skate park next to it and then they've got a, a smaller version of that figure eight one for little kids on bitumen, mm-hmm. and then they've got a dirt one, which has got much bigger jumps and like proper. You're going to get airborne if you if you know what you're doing, or if you don't, you're going to fuck up and really hurt yourself. Yeah, and I know what that feels like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the black run. It, it legit is the black run. So the kids are there and they're going along, and I, I'm I'm one of those dads. I like to take shitloads of photos of the kids, and I'll delete ninety percent of them, but I'll keep one or two. Because. But that's it's no different to going to. I say the same thing about going to a gig. Mm. Remember when you used to do that years ago? Go yeah, to a yeah. gig yeah, where music, where people. band would actually play in front of you live, and you'd have other people close to you, right next to you. <sighs> Memories. And there was a um, bar and everything. But what you do is you don't sit there with your camera in front of everyone for an hour taking a fucking photo. You take it out. You take about twenty quick photos. Put it back yep. in your pocket. Yeah. Do you do that a few times during the night mm-hmm. or the day, the evening, yep. whatever it is. And then at the end of it that night or the next day, you then go through and you delete 95% of them. Yep. And you just have a few good ones where it's like, that one actually came out okay. Yeah. And that's essentially what you do. That's what I do. Just take a heap and hope you get a few good ones. Yeah. You know, memories where they've got joy on their face or they're a bit happy or whatever. So that when they get, you know, old and reminiscing like I am, um, they can go back and go, oh, I remember the day that dad took us there or whatever. So we're there and they've done their thing and I've gone and I've looked at this little figure eight bitumen style track and it's got a lot of downwards and up little humps and jumps and stuff like but not really jumps they were just little humps yeah and i've gone up and over up and over i said ella you know that bike that you borrowed off me the bike i got when i was 12 years old she goes yes i'm riding (laughs) it now i said i'm gonna have a go she goes can i take photos (laughs) she's smart my girl (laughs) and i'm (laughs) going yeah go on why not there you go so I've handed it over to her. Now, because it was set up for my 10-year-old, the seat is all the way down the frame. Now, this frame was designed for a child, as in the size of the frame. It can hold my weight, but probably shouldn't. 
Now, I could have... images of you on this tiny little bike, like like someone at the circus. Exactly what <laughs> like it is. Come out it's, and like go, a... it's like, how do you even pedal that? Exactly. <laughs> now, I could have gone to Small Hill and I've gone, no, fuck it. I know how to ride bikes. I know boats. I'll take the, I'll take the proper of takeoff point. Yeah, why not? You're a man of experience, man. You're worldly. But I had to stand on the pedals. I couldn't sit on the seat like I normally should. And I didn't want to go ass over tea kettle over the handlebars because I heard about, you know, St. Helens and your trip. Yeah, That's that can not happen. what you want. No. So I thought I'll lean back a little bit. <laughs> yep. So I leaned back, got down the hill Smart perfect. Smart move. But then it goes straight up again. Unfortunately, all my weight is behind the seat <laughs> as the front wheel then goes up. And the next thing, as you saw in the photo, yep. that my daughter managed to catch perfectly. I'm so glad she did. Is me on my ass. You were butt driven. Fuck. I think I readjusted my spine. And the kids just look at me and I've gone, hang on. I just I just need a minute. And my son, oh my son, my daughter's laughing because she thought I was laughing. She thought I was smiling. Yep. Um, and then she saw I wasn't, so she got a bit more concerned. And she's like, Yeah, okay, Dad. I said, Yeah, I just need a minute. My son has dropped his bike and run over to me and just give me a hug and goes, It's all right, Dad, you'll be okay. Oh my heart. You oh. see, you're bringing him up wrong. He should have <laughs> been, be been looking at you me. and mocking you and laughing. Yes. Oh, just stop the caring. <laughs> Speaking of mocking and laughing, do you remember two weeks ago, you were at a, a mutual friend of ours and former guest star of the South Road Boys, Mr. Grant Howe? Oh, yes. Did, I, did you hear what I said to him? No. Okay. So It was very hard to... He called me and... Howie doesn't call me very often, mm. but I pissed myself laughing when he did because the photo that I have that comes up is oh, Howie that. lying on the ground with an inflated, swollen ankle oh, and us from behind him. Boxing Day cricket. From like 15 years ago. It would have been a fair way back. Well, it's pre-kids, I reckon, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh maybe love. The day of the ankle. Yeah. So that actually probably... goes back, I think, in possibly in our teens. Mm. In, our, in our teens of the podcast, that is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we actually tell the story about that. I think we I did. think it's actually called Boxing Day Cricket or something at probably. some stage. But yeah, funny Look, story. Rodies, check the back catalogue. Yeah. It's there. It was hilarious. We decided to have a bit of shenanigans. Actually, no, Grant decided at the end of the day he wanted to play footy instead of cricket. Yep. He went to take the first grab, rolled his ankle, and it ballooned to the size of, yeah. oh, a cantaloupe? Yeah, straight away. Straight away. And there was, the doctor was there, mm-hmm. who's not a doctor, um, and seven grown-ass men <laughs> who should really know better, but had had a couple of drinks. And we said, hang on, we just need to, before we move him, we need to do one thing. And we took photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we say move too. Um, I think Back it might have been U. Dino. Um, took the Rav Four, I think it was. Yes, yeah, yeah. out onto the cricket pitch. Yes, <laughs> the emergency vehicle, and we put him into the back and brought him back off the pitch to the wet area. To the wet, and area. then we kept drinking, which is a three by three marquee <laughs> from Bunnings yep. and an Esky pre Bunnings, pre Bunnings, pre Bunnings. Would have been yeah. probably a Mitre Ten one, definitely. And I actually yeah. said I was filming him on my iPhone three, and I think I've got the Jeez. footage of him going. You're not filming this, are you, John? I'm like, no. And Charlie and I are giggling as we're busy filming him being taken off. Uh, good good times. times, yeah, good times. Yeah, I think it was ended up when he finally did go to hospital 48 hours later. I know it was fine. He, oh. he just rolled it badly. 
But then he found out nearly a year later. Oh, that he'd broken it. That he had actually broken a bone in the yeah. foot on the ankle. Uh, <sighs> and we've been mocking him all that time. Quite rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> he deserved it. He did. No doubt about it. Now, what's been going on in your world, big fella? Anything um, exciting? Not really, if I'm being completely honest. Mm. Um, Coles had a mega shutdown. Did you see that? I did not. What's going on with Coles? Coles, did you see that? I think Australia Why they closed all stores. Shut the front door. Yeah, they had a technical glitch, mean, Could, which means couldn't they charge couldn't charge anyone. Why the fuck can you not just open the register? And... But there's no prices on anything. Oh no! I thought about this afterwards. Yeah, it's all barcode driven. I don't know. I don't know what happened and exactly what it was. I don't know whether it was a payment issue, a barcode tech issue, whatever it is. But apparently mm. there was something that went through where they just had to basically close everything down. For how long? Uh, it was something that was fine the next day. Oh, shit, son. But they wouldn't have been happy. No. No. Imagine rocking up to Coles and saying, sorry, we're closed. For how long? We don't know. <laughs> All right, I'll go to the next town. No, they're closed too. Yeah. All of them. All of them. All of them. Wow. Yep. That's a bit shit. <laughs> um, the thing I did work out, though, mm. is that if, you just, if we made it say... Um, Coles D. Yes. Let's, let's rebrand it, right? Coles D. And you move those letters around. It spells yes. closed. Oh, there you go. Well yeah. done. Um, and um, it actually spells close anyway. Yeah. Even without the D. <laughs> so maybe you brought it on yourself. Maybe you did. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe just... Hmm. Or maybe go back to putting a couple of you know price tickers But isn't it things? funny you don't think about it till tech stops? Mm. We're so reliant on tech that if something goes wrong, it's like, oh, we can't serve you now. Because I remember when, I remember when retail first started. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, how old are you? Uh, well, no, not I don't. You remember re- when retail first started? No, not re- when retail first started. Back when Jesus was a carpenter, <laughs> accepting the electronic uh, payment oh, of fang- cards, dangled bloody things. So once we stopped using the click clack machines, and it was proper post machines. They were a shit machine too. Prop- we had to slide it over the car. Oh, 15 times and oh, rub it on your Christ. sleeve and turn around three times and it would work. And that that would fail more often than not. Mm-hmm. And so as a backup, there was always, they read the barcode, but there was always a stamp, a sticker or a price sticker on the item. Because yes. I remember working in a supermarket with a pricing gun going past, putting things on shelves, going clink, 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 pricing it up, putting it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then if something wasn't working with the FPOS machine, you use the click-clack. Yep. Get them to sign it, job done. Maybe that's what Coles might need to have a look at as a redundancy, as a backup plan. I don't know. <laughs> click-clack machines click and price Click-clack machines. Amazing that, though. Sorry, Karen, you've got to put all your chocolates and your ice cream back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get shit today. You get nothing. Not even that copy of Woman's Idea. <laughs> Woman's Idea. <laughs> <laughs> Woman's Weekly or no, a new idea. New idea, yes. yes. Woman's, Woman's Idea, maybe that's a new one. Maybe it's a magazine uh, we should start. It could have even started. How the fuck will we know? Exactly. We could be Everyone should be, could be saying, yeah, I've been reading that magazine for years. What are you mm. talking about? So I thought that was actually quite amusing. Yes. Um, I dare say the people at Woolies would not have minded. No. I reckon, they, busy day I reckon they would have been happy. Yeah. Yeah. They would have even said, <laughs> so. So, come on, which one of you did it? Go, Go put on. your hand up. Come on. 
I Come wouldn't, tell us. I wouldn't want to be the IT person who fucked that shit up. Oh, no. Imagine that. That is, without a doubt, Daryl. Yeah, that is a Daryl's <laughs> worth of fuckery. Yeah, imagine <laughs> it. If you just like put the wrong code in or just dele- deleted <laughs> some kind of a program that you didn't yep. think you need anymore. Nah. Why would you do that? Just get rid of that, and yep. then everything shuts down. It's like, ah, oh, shit. I just cleared my cache. That's it. <laughs> I just deleted my browsing history at work. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I don't think it was any kind of a hacky thing. There was nothing mentioned about that. It was just a technical issue. Or sacky. No, hacky, sacky. Well, someone might have been sackied. <laughs> Potentially. It's very possible. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's not now, good. Not good. I have some joy for you, but we have... Two items of business first. Mm-hmm. The first item of business on this October 12, our fun fact holiday, is Old Farmer's Day. Salt Farmers. Old Farmer's Day. Oh, old Farmer's Old Farmer's Day. It's a day devoted to old farmers and their farming techniques. Agriculture and farming today is largely mechanised and very scientific, but these developments wouldn't have been possible without the wisdom and hard work of old farmers. This day is to give them thanks, to listen to their stories, and to learn from them and their techniques. Happy Old Farmer's Day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, they were around with the click clacks machines. They- yeah, they were, they were pre-click clack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were around when you used to buy off the neighbour. Yeah, you exactly. go to a shop. <laughs> you know. VHS was a brand new invention to them. A track, a track. When you could get Whalen Jennings on an A track, oh, that's when old farmers yeah. happened. That was the days of wireless, not radio. Yes. Now we do have other business. Yeah, we do, and that is celebrity Deadpool news. news. All right, we have had a death. Ah, oh, yes, we have, or two. So, uh, our recent and most announced death is for uh, Mr. Edward Ludwig Van Halen, mm. um, or Eddie Van Halen. He's a clogwog, or an American, <laughs> a Dutchie, um, from the band Van Halen, because it was formed by the two brothers, uh, Eddie and Alex, um, and also a little singer, which some people might know, Mr. David Lee Roth. Yes. Um, one of the things that I think most people would know Van Halen from is obviously the song Jump. Jump seems to be the one that people do know. Yeah. It's funny how they're a band that is so well known, but if you said to someone, name me three Van Halen songs. Couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. No. Unless you're a fan. Uh, unless, of course, you own an album. Most people go, uh, uh, Jump. <laughs> jump. But Eddie was one of the ones who didn't start it, but probably most popularised the tapping method of playing on a guitar. So I didn't really know much about it, but I knew he was one of the people who was the first proponent of it where both the left and the right hand would tap on the neck of the guitar to to get a sound out. Mm-hmm. It would be like... I think it was... Uh, what did I look it up? I think it was Eruption or something like that it was... The okay. song, um, and they even look at you with all the knowledge. Just they even the knowledge. Up, well, they came out with a patent where there was something on the back of the guitar that instead of playing it vertically, 
it would flip the guitar up horizontally so you could do the tapping technique. Oh, really? Um, and if you're a big fan of the tapping technique and you want to hear one of the biggest sounds, Dragon Force, Fire and Flame. Like, that's a big tap song for those people playing at home. Right. Um, but that's not anything to do <laughs> with Van Halen. Price about you dropping the knowledge. Yeah. Now, I have a Van Halen almost story. A Van Halen almost story. So Van Halen came to Tassie. Mm-hmm. And, when was that? Oh, that would have been 22 to 25 years ago. And it was at Easter. I can't tell you what year, but it was between 22 and 25 years ago. Now, uh, I got a phone call from uh, a roadie, uh, a real roadie, and a bit more than a roadie, a sound engineer, Mm -hmm. a friend of ours, Mr. Lynch, who said, I've got a gig working Van Halen. Would you like to come and work Van Halen with me? Would you like to come and work Van Halen? And working Van Halen would have meant that I think Chris said the job that I would have had would have been roadie and probably runner, which meant I was probably going to be the runner for maybe the guitar tent or something like that, working with him so he'd be tuning up guitars or whatever it happened to be and you just run them from the guitar tent to the stage. You're the bitch, And then some – I would have been doing schlepper work, but – you know, you fucking work hard, you do your job, you get to see a great band and you get paid for it. Yep. Perfect. That's all you need. And I've said to Chris, I've said, that sounds like a sensational idea. I would absolutely love to work for Van Halen, as anyone would. Unfortunately, the only reason I'm in Tasmania is my mother's sister has died. <laughs> and I can't oh. see... Her looking too fondly on me bailing on the funeral so I can go and do load in for Van Halen. It is Van Halen. Did you mention it was Van Halen? I didn't even broach the subject with my mother because she was still grieving over the death of her sister who was yet in the ground. Yeah, look, I get that. Yes. But did you mention it was Van, Van Halen? Halen? And jump and everything. Yeah, like... I mean, did you even did you even start the conversation somehow hey, in the background? <laughs> Might as well jump. Hey, mum, do you know that song? Might be able to get you an autograph. <laughs> Maybe your mum could have come along as well. Maybe we should have moved the funeral. Could have taken her mind off things. Maybe we should have moved the funeral to the Van Halen concert. I don't know if my Aunt Allison was a Van Halen fan, but at least everyone there would have had a good time. How could she not be? How could she not? Look at that hair. They've got guitar skills, everything. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Almost Van Halen story, though. Almost Van Halen story. I'm actually looking through Van Halen tours, and I can't actually find it. But it might have just been a little bit, not one of their big worldwide tours, maybe. It might have been one of those ones where they, they get to an Australian league. But it's not actually part of a world tour, perhaps. I don't know. All, mm. all I know yeah. is I got the phone call and I said, no, nah, sorry, can't do it. You know. Would have been good. It would have been very, very good. Uh, apart from that, I don't really, I really don't know much about Eddie Van Halen. I know a bit of the music, but once again, like everybody else, probably couldn't name you any of the tracks other than Jump. I'm a little bit the same. Um, I know that I had, I was trying to work out what it would have been. I think it might have been either... Might have been 1984. It might have even been Van Halen too. I used to remember mm-hmm. I had something on, on tape, and it was just 
I just find it really funny that that I remember Van Halen so strongly, but once again, I couldn't name a heap of songs. It was, I mean, Van Halen was big in the, I mean, they started, I think, in, in the late 70s, and they were massive from the 80s, I think, until the early 2000s, they were still touring in some some degree. You know, they were like the the Scorpions, the Death Yeah, um, their last, actually, their last tour they did, which was American, though, was actually 2015. So, there you go. That uh, that's still been kicking around on their tours. Yeah, we're actually, um, I think their last studio album was called Goodbye. There you go. Oh, uh, no, no, that's not. No, no um, a different kind of truth. Actually, oh, that's no, that's not right. No, research, Joe. Knows, Joe. No. That was cream. Fuck, that was cream. Cream. <laughs> I clicked the wrong one. Sorry. Anyway. But that was it. That's that's Eddie Van Halen. Um, oh fuck! You you may not know many many tracks, but you'll know the name of Van Halen. Mm, mm. Exactly right. Now we had a roadie who had Van Halen. We did uh, Eddie Van Halen, mm. and was like, "Ooh, got a bit excited." Got a very bit excited yep. because that meant that their combined deaths for Deadpool twenty twenty had moved to three. Yep. Now, well played. Well played. Like, credit where credit is due. You've got to be happy having three deaths yep. out of your list of 20. And that means that you, mm. Sir Mather, yes. were on four. I was on four uh, deaths, and that's only one off. And that means that, that there are also two of them on three, one behind you. Mm. Because someone else, Stuart, is also on three. Exactly. Things so, are starting to close in. Things are getting very exciting in Celebrity Deadpool 2020. So I decided... Still no COVID deaths, so, which I'm slightly disappointed by. Exactly. But also kind of happy, but a little bit disappointed. A little bit disappointed. Mm. Is it really a pandemic? Is it really? We had 400 odd names. None of them have died from not, COVID. Not one of them yet, which and, makes and me happy. they all over the planet. Which makes me really happy um, that they've died of other things. <laughs> but no, that COVID hasn't been the contributing factor because we can kind of be a bit more, oh, it's... They didn't die because of the pandemic. It's true, but does that mean there isn't a pandemic? Well, it could be. I just die. Well, El Presidente's <laughs> got it, apparently. Did he really, though? Maybe, maybe oh, it is, though. <laughs> Look what the left hand's doing. Anyway. Apparently, he's all right now. Oh, he's okay. He's happy. Living the Vila Loca. Yeah, good on him. He'll be fine. <laughs> Go Trumpy. <laughs> He'll have some Drano. It'll be all good. <laughs> now, you may remember, back in July, we had Trade Week. For Celebrity Deadpool. Oh, mate, that was back during COVID. I don't remember any of that. Does it even count now? A COVID haze. Does it, does it even count? It does. I it don't really, know if it, it does. It truly, I'm not really sure. does. Mm, okay, mm. right. We had Trade Week, and I traded out Ariana Grande. You did. Ben Affleck. Traded out Gillian Anderson. You did, which I'm very pleased mm-hmm. with. Thank you very much, sir. Traded out Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Brave, call that one. And traded out, woo, Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And the people I traded in. Al Jaffe from um, uh, Mad Magazine. Yes. Uh, Bernie Eccleston, Formula mm-hmm. One mogul. Because uh, he, he made a bit of a, a dick of himself. He did. And he thought, you know what, someone might take him out. Why not? Yeah, it was actually a fair call. Good I enough reason as yep. any. Uh, Gail Horvison, who I believe is a, a pilot or an astronaut. Um, Mr. Hugh Downs, mm-hmm. who after two days Fell of down. being on my Celebrity Deadpool 2020 list, Passed away. Hugh knew. Hugh knew. Mm. And then, 
There was another name that I put on there. Yeah. Jacqueline, Francis, Lobifish, Stallone. <laughs> or Jackie Stallone, as she's otherwise known, was born November 29th, 1921, and unfortunately left this world on September 21st, 2020, age 98. Bang! It is another point for Joe Star. Joe, 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 Gets another point, yeah. Can't believe you're on five. Five, a quarter of my list have died. I'm surprised. And here's the thing. We didn't even realize she died. She was a sly bitch. Wasn't she? Sly bitch. Wasn't she? Sneaky. Now, for those of you who do not know the joy that is Jackie Stallone, <laughs> not only is she Sylvester and Frank's mum. Can't forget about Frank. Who the fuck knows Frank? I mean, really. <laughs> Frank's done all right. Oh, yeah, but when your last name's Stallone, are people going, oh, yes. Frank? No, they're going sly. He does a bit of singing and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Jackie Stallone uh, was born in Washington. And did bugger all for quite some time. Um, but apparently her family lived with the bodybuilder, Charles Atlas. The one oh, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a bit of, you know, ooh, we know that. Um, and then she married an Italian-American, Frank Stallone Sr. She was on TV. She actually was part of an 80s wrestling. And you can see this on Netflix. There's a series Glow. on Netflix called Glow. Mm for the gorgeous ladies of Rasslin. Rasslin. Um, where I think she was a manager. I don't think she was actually a wrestler. I think she was a, a manager in some sort of uh, uh, thing. And then she decided that off the heels of Glow, she had a TV name. She had a TV personality. What are you going to do? Astrology. So she was the person that called 0055 or 1900 or whatever it happens to be in your part of the world and you can get a psychic reading or your astrological reading from none other than Jackie Stallone in the mid-'80s. That was her thing. That was her bread and butter. That's how she made her her way through. The thing that she came up with, well, she she didn't invent it, but she is said to have been the proponent of getting this all back together, of being able to tell people's pasts and futures by a very specific body part. Do you know what that body part is? <laughs> oh. oh, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be innocent. I'm going to say feet. Okay. Now be Troy. <laughs> was it a vagina? No, it was not no. a vagina. Okay, right. Michaels. Close, though. Rumpology. Oh, they did it on the butt. Yes. So the term rumpology... Um, basically claimed that rumpology is known to have been practiced in ancient times by the Babylonians, the Indians, the ancient Greeks, and the Romans. Uh, she provides no evidence for this claim, and Stallone is largely responsible for the supposed revival of rumpology in, rumpology. in modern times. That's spectacular. Now, rumpologists have a variety of theories as to the meaning of different <laughs> posterior characteristics. Rumpologists. According to Jackie, uh, the left and right buttocks reveal the person's past and the person's future, respectively. And although she also commented that the crack behind corresponds to the division of the two hemispheres of the brain, 
according to blind German clairvoyant and rumpologist Ulf Beck. <laughs> blind German way too clairvoyant and rumpologist Ulf Beck. Could you imagine putting that <laughs> on a business card? <laughs> Do you put the word blind on there just to give you a bit more... You know, oh, one sense has gone know. a bit Matt Murdock. You know, I can't see, so I can, I can see into the spirit realm. Look, how do we thing. know it's not the case? True. Clairvoyant and rumpologist Alf Beck, an apple shaped muscular bottom indicates someone who is. Oh, no, that's not. That's not it. Yeah. Uh, once an apple shaped muscular bottom indicates someone who is charismatic, dynamic, and very confident, and once yeah, often creative, a person who enjoys life. A pear-shaped <laughs> bottom often suggests someone who's very steadfast, patient, and down to earth. <laughs> Can you possibly ever do a German accent without it sounding gay? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, and I'm, I... The I German queen. Und ja, it's fantastic. <laughs> Und ja, it's fantastic. Sucking the cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. So the only couple of things that I know about her, to be honest. I mean, about Jack, Jack, Jackie. She... She was never one that was really in the headlines. No. Um, but she was a Bo Derek fan, which is something really interesting. Really? Yeah, so she had a sheep, so she had the ram Bo. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, and apparently a lot of her relationships were quite rocky. <laughs> but she was a fighter. Oh, well done. I like that. That was well played, Mr. Barnes. One out of the box. One out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well anyway. done. Anyway, so um, one of the things that Jackie is also not uh, her plastic surgeon's got a lot to answer for. Like, if anyone looks at S- Sylvester and goes, oh, "Not great surgery," just Google Jackie Stallone. Are they practiced on Mum first? Oh fuck! It was, but it was Daryl having a go. Like it was work experience. You know when you go to a hairdresser's and they'll say, "Look, it's twenty five dollars, but if you let the apprentice do it, it's free." (laughs) That's pretty much what happened with her plastic surgery. So we've tried to put a photo on our website. uh, Holy fuck, Joe! (laughs) Christ! (laughs) That's where rumpology comes from. What the? What's going on there? So you, she should have died years ago. So if you look at our website, southroadboys.com, and click on the link which says Deadpool, oh. I, we have tried to put, or Daryl's tried to put a photo on oh. there of Jackie oh. pre as much surgery as possible. Wow. Um, in her a la natural Oh, state. please, just Google Jackie Sloan and just go into images. Do yourself a favor. But you can what see where Sloan and her have very similar eyes. Same surgeon. Oh. What the? Oh no! <laughs> Just oh dearie me! Well, holy fuck balls! That one, Gee, holy she, fuck balls! She looks like a guy. <laughs> That's absolutely uh, frightening. Anyway, but in saying that, back when she was younger, before all the plastic, she was just a, a normal, attractive woman. And apparently, was on Celebrity Big Brother three in the United Kingdom. Really? Apparently. There you go. Yes. Um, and appeared in Ab <sighs> Fav Season 1, Episode Holy 1. Holy shit. A... Anyway, I've got to stop looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> Losing my concentration. Get out of that page. 
Go on. Anyway, Go on. so there you go. Jackie Stallone, um, 98 years old. So, like, that's a win. Fuck, if you've got to 98 mm. years old, oh, you can't be unhappy. 98. Dude, let's be honest. If you're 98, you don't give a fuck how you look. No, and that's evident. <laughs> no, that's She probably unkind. did die years earlier. Yeah, she probably did. The plastic did. surgery was probably keeping her up. <laughs> she was probably controlled by Sylvester with an app. <laughs> <laughs> it's a futuristic version of Weekend of Bernie's. Oh, I like that. Mm. So they're what? They just... There's all these microbes in the plastic surgery mm. that just keep you going while the body slowly decays within the plastic. Well, it wouldn't mm. decay because it's just you just keep replacing it. As something starts to there rot a little bit, cut it out, just put plastic put there. Put it on. Nice. Just take a mould when they die, a bit like, you know, Han being frozen in carbonite. Oh, that's a good idea. You take a, a, a an imprint of that. Yep. And then you've got basically all your replacement spare parts. And then, you know... If you don't want your loved one to go, you just log on to the app and use the nanos. Oh, yeah, it could definitely to work. To control the, the body. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, the other option Nothing you've got pretty much that. is to freeze your loved one before they die mm. um, in ice. Walt Disney style. And have that just in your lounge room or something. Perfect. In a nice little enclosed see-through fridge. Make sure, though, that you use, it must be, is it desalinated water or something like that so that it's clear? Because you don't want it frosted. Science guy. Yes. <laughs> you know? That's probably wrong. I think if you use boiled water, that, that, that freezes. I see what you mean, though. You want clear. I mean, it's right. You don't want to be looking. You don't want to be kind of rubbing it with your hand. And like, still, I can't see no. it. Like, can we. Like, what's going on? We've got a freezer again. Let's thaw her out. Thaw <laughs> her out. And someone hold her up, and then we just got a freezer again. Maybe what you do is you put her in resin. Oh, that's a good idea. Like the insects and stuff. Yeah, and then you don't even need the big fridge. Yeah. Bolt some wheels to the bottom and just move around the house. Oh, that is a perfect idea. New business. New business. <laughs> Fantastic. South Road Boys, <laughs> resin in a box. <laughs> resin in a box. Body in resin. Body in resin. Well, they do it with bugs and stuff like they that. They do. And it looks yeah, fantastic. Little paperweight. Yep. Perfect. But apparently, Jackie used to be able to tell presidential outcomes and Oscar winners. By butts. By the butt, either the imprint a Photoshop, like a, a, a photocopy of it, so you can sit on the ass, sit on a photocopy, print your ass off, send it off to us, you tell your fortune. Uh, sorry, clairvoyancy uh, or astrology. And she used to rely on the ass print of her Dobermans for a lot of this information okay. as well. Once again, I, 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 I'm not one to judge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon Bill Clinton's mm. done his butt on the photocopier? Oh, I don't think it was Bill's. Right. Send it off. <laughs> it's Monica's. And, and he's got a little bit of a tattoo or something on his butt. <laughs> actually wife. said, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but that's an interesting moniker you got on there. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. So that is uh, Eddie Van Halen and Jackie Stallone are the two newest inductees into the Celebrity Deadpool 2020 Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Um, and once again, I am two deaths clear of the nearest runner-up. I have the yellow jersey, and look, just so that it makes you happy, I can't possibly be beaten. I will not be you, beaten you this can. year. There is still I have an insurmountable lead. Six, seven weeks longer in a COVID world. Longer. Oh no, sorry, that that only take us through till. Yeah, we've got twelve. Yeah, no, we'll get... 14, 16 weeks. Oh, calm down. Oh, it's the end of the year. Three months is 12 weeks. Yeah, well, halfway through October. It's only November, oh, December left. Yeah, it's so all right. 10 weeks? 10 weeks? 11 weeks? 
That's a lot of COVID possibilities. I can't be beaten. There you you go. can be beaten. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he can be beaten. He can be beaten, but I know it'll make you happier. Can when I just say the, the, the rules? Yes. The rules. Yes. You cannot contribute to, to the, the death, death of anyone on your own list. Agreed. But it doesn't mean that other roadies can't contribute to the deaths of people on other roadies' lists that to is beat true. you. That is true. I'm not saying roadies go out and kill people. Mm-hmm. But if you want to kill people, go and kill people. But I'm not saying go out and kill people. <laughs> Say it was COVID. <laughs> but don't kill people. Don't kill people. Just to beat Joe. Just so that I don't win. Wouldn't do that. What happens though? Okay. What happens if I get beaten but the winner is Brad? Again. You yeah, know, that's void. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill it. Everyone's on Brad's list. Everyone. I'll send out Brad's list to everyone. Don't let And if you guys die. can just look after those people. <laughs> Get some nanos. Get freeze some, them. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Put a fucking Jack- carbonite. <laughs> Jackie's to loan them for at least 14 weeks. That's all it needs. That's all we just need. Just get them through to January. <laughs> Now, I have a piece of joy. A piece of joy. Remember when we first started this little shenanigans of the South Road Boys? After a few episodes, you and I used to play via the internet, via Skype and whatever. We used to play a little game called Steakhouse or Gay Bar. Yeah, and then it disappeared. And then it disappeared. Yeah. Guess what? Don't tell me you found it again. I've found another version. Oh, Joestar. (laughs) That was... I'm not a fan of quizzes. No, you don't like a quiz. Not a fan of the games a lot of the time. <laughs> They're just a little bit... They make me want to say, Joe, fuck off. Yeah. That's what they do, <laughs> pretty much. Let's be honest. But we've had but that some one, good games. That one was good. All right. I like that one. So how many are we going to do? How many? How many steakhouse or gay bars are we going to do? Oh, we can do a few, but let's see how, how long let's see before how it gets we boring. All right. <laughs> Right. All right. Rub the hands together. Get the, ready to go. The neighbourhood. Oh. Now, the problem being as well. Right. This is, this is what frustrates me. Is this different to how it used to be? It is because it's not going to tell us where it is. Right. I did like that part of it. Hmm. I did too. Well, it's up to you. I mean, do you still want to play? Let's even, do a couple. Even though we can't find out where it's from. Okay. Do a couple. All right. Why not? Actually, the... Yeah, it's... All right. Here we go. Let's see if we'll play this, Bri. We have. Fantastic. Fuck's sake, Daryl. Oh, where'd it go? It's disappeared on me. Fuck. Ah, oh, technical. I want to take you to a gay bar. I want to take you to a gay... Okay. Right. The cork and cleaver. The cork and cleaver. The cork... Mm. C-O-R-K apostrophe N, cleaver. The cork and cleaver. The cork and cleaver. Look, I'm going to have to say steakhouse. If that is a gay bar, it's got to be some BDSM going on there somewhere. You are correct, Mr. Barnes. That is a steakhouse. You have a wine and a nice mm. slice of meat. Now. Fantastic. Hole in the wall. Hole in the wall. <laughs> hole in the wall. No, steakhouse. Really? Yeah, definitely. No, that's a gay bar where you put your dick really? in a hole. Oh. For all its glory. For all its glory. Oh, here we go. Juicy Lucy's. Juicy Lucy's. 
Mm. See, I think that would have to be a steak bar because in most cases, a gay side is normally male-driven mm-hmm. and Lucy is not a... It's a feminine name. Lucy, uh-huh. So I'm thinking that might no, be... The, even though it wouldn't be... The LBGTIQ plus community had a big thing for the I Love Lucy show. True. And I guess I'm still kind of thinking gay bar like... The village people. <laughs> yeah, that's your reference. I've got, I've got to just expand <laughs> that. Broaden your horizons. Yep. Mm. It's not a man dressed up as a, a Native American or a policeman or, or a, a construction worker or a cowboy yeah. with big mustaches. But you know what? It could be. Oh, if that's it, your thing. Nothing wrong with that. That's a bit of village people cosplay. <laughs> we just need a couple other people. <laughs> and I need to be able to buy a mustache. What would, what would we be in that? Mixed, you reckon? Uh, okay, if you were going to be a member of the village people, the first thing we need to do is <laughs> okay. village people. This is so fucking random. Okay, oh, right. let me village. have a look at the village <laughs> people group. Village okay. people. Oh, they were a disco group. <laughs> There's one, two, three, four, five, oh. six. I'm, there was the cowboy the motorcycle rider, the Native American Indian, the African American policeman. Yep. I. Some sort of armed serviceman. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, I just I can't work out what the other one was. Oh, God knows. I don't know. Look, if I was going to pick anyone for me to be... I'd probably have to try and go for the cowboy. You reckon you'd be the cowboy? That's the only th- I love chaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon, look, I reckon I'll you give... You have to be the cop because he's the only one with a beard. But I'm not really... I'm bearded slightly now. i got to say, I could nearly go the construction worker. I reckon That's I could, what he was, the construction worker. I could nearly get away with that. True. Yeah. Mind gives you, me, we have chosen the only... Gives me a hard hat, and I tell you what, that was handy when I fell off the bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they had a lot of hits, though. Village people were huge. Mega. And their costumes just got better and better and better. Like, I've looked at the village people at receiving their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2008, um, and there's... Like, those costumes are pretty serious. I like, think people actually forget how gay disco was. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it really was. I mean, I it, think, it was I'm as gonna... flamboyant as it gets. Yeah. Mate, do you think Do you think that the village people with the cowboy was the original Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I'll stick with the cowboy because you get to wear a hat. I like a hat. Um, like double denim. There's always time for double denim. Anyway, so that brings yeah, so us back off to topic. Juicy Lucy's Steakhouse. Or Juicy Lucy's. No, I'm going for a steakhouse. You are correct, Mr. Barnes. Two out of three. Mm. The Wrangler. The Wrangler. With a W. Wrangler. As in no, Wrangler's I'm the clothing gonna, brand. Yeah, it is. I'm, you know, for I think a good Wrangle is not, not that bad for you. Mm. I reckon that could be a gay bar. It just is. Look at you. Three out of four. You know. All right. Uh, we, we could also um, call this game meat or meat. <laughs> meat or meat. All right. Three he, out of four. This gives nothing away. Right. One six eight York Street. Oh fuck me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why is it that yacht three? Um, look, I'm thinking it's going to be something like a, a big Apple address, that kind of thing. Maybe something a little bit swanky. Mm. So I'm thinking it could be a steakhouse. No, that one's gay bar. Is it really? It sure is. Wow. Oh, sure. Something that probably you'd be able to tell by the numbers, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Yeah. One sixty-eight. <laughs> it's it's the magical number for the gay community. One hundred and sixty-eight. Well, it's one sixty-eight, which is um, I owe you one. Yeah. Hmm. Plus a hundred. <laughs> Uh, hindquarter. Hindquarter. Yeah, this is this is a tricky one. It is a tricky one because it could be a a trick question, mm-hmm. a trick title. Hindquarter. I'm going to go to the steakhouse. You are correct, Mr. Barnes. Mm. Look at you. I'll give you what? Two more? Three right more? A couple more? Mm. <laughs> Madison Pub. Madison Pub. M A D I S O N. Pub. Madison Pub. Mm. Oh, fuck. It's just... It sounds like it's got to be a bit of trickery. Try um, to... I'm going to go to a gay bar. You are correct. You know your gay bars. I certainly do. <laughs> okay. Gay bars with Troy. New podcast coming <laughs> soon by the South Road Boys. Triple George. Triple George. Triple George. Triple George. I reckon that's a steakhouse. You are correct. Mm. All right. The last... Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm going to give you two because I just love the you sound of that. You just saw it, right? Yeah. Uh, Magic Castle. Magic Castle. Yep. Not for David Copperfield or the Penn and Tellers yeah. of the world. I I do also feel as though mm. um, it's a trickery one because it's too obviously a gay bar, so it must be a steakhouse. You are correct. Mm. And the very last one. The reason why you played another one. Yeah. Is. The Velvet Hammer. The Velvet Hammer. (laughs) Wow. If you've been to the Velvet Hammer, you will know. The Velvet Hammer. Mm. Once again, I'm going to go with the trickery. Yes. I'm going to go to a steakhouse. You are correct, Mr. Barnes. You are (laughs) on fire. Why would you name a steakhouse the Velvet Hammer? Soft touch. I don't know. Fucked if I know. Good comeback, though. Why would you not? Right, fair. Like, what are we going to call our steakhouse? Well, everyone's, you know, the movers and shakers or, you know, rump in time, saves nine, whatever. (laughs) I know. Let's call it the Velvet Hammer. And everyone's going, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great. Maybe it was a gay bar and then that went out of business. The steakhouse bought the place. Renovated. Fuck, we like the name though. Nice. Yeah. The Velvet Hammer. Velvet Hammer. I love it. Yeah. I tell you what, if there was any better place to leave an episode, (laughs) that'd be it on the Velvet Hammer. That's as posh as it gets. Isn't it, just? (laughs) Uh, Well, Roadies, thank you so much for tuning into our (laughs) silliness once again. Oh, it's just been a joy. Anyway, on that, I am Joe. You fell on your rump too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Uh, Let's shake your rump. Oh, it hurts though. Even sitting down now. Oh, my goodness. I think I re- did readjust my spine. <laughs> and I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. <laughs>